Hi everyone listening, my name is Yassi and I was diagnosed with anxiety at 19 years old after my first panic attack. It's been 7 years since then and throughout these years I've come to find I am not alone in the battle with mental illness. My purpose for starting this podcast is to collaborate with my friends and soon to be new friends in order to end the stigma around talking about mental health. Also while incorporating my love for the music that gave me the strength to find myself once again and help me focus on the upside to my mental illness. These are stories coming from people from all walks of life on their mental illness or habits they've developed to become more self-aware. This is The Upside. With a name like Casanova, you become very popular. You have a lot of friends, but somehow you still feel disconnected. You go years being ashamed of your feelings, so you speak to no one about it and battle with it on your own until one day it becomes too much and you break. You share with your girlfriend at the time, but it makes no difference. You share with your friends, but they don't understand. It's not enough. Finally, you feel the feelings outweigh the shame. You decide to go to talk to a therapist. This helps you become more self-aware of your feelings and become more self-aware of who you are. This is Alex Casanova, and these are his upsides. Hi guys, I'm Yessi, and I am here with my very good friend, Alex Casanova, and he's going to be sharing his story with us. Hello. <laughs> How y'all doing? So, we've been friends for how long now? I want to say since I was like 14, and I'm 26 now, so... What? I'm like 12 years. That's gross. We're old. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I try not to think about it, but yeah. Yeah, um, it's been a long time. It's and, long time. like, we, like, all our, we've grown up kind of, like, listening to music. For sure, going to music shows, going to music festivals or shows or. Yeah, you introduced me to, like, a whole new genre of music with, like, Dance, Get a Dance, <laughs> Armor for Sleeve. It's like stuff I haven't heard in a very long time, though. Yeah. <laughs> but set your goals. Set your Can't goals. forget. Yeah. So, like, a lot of music that I personally connected with a lot while, you know, in high school. I think we all did. Yeah. Connected with that music. Um, it wasn't until, like, we grow older that I realized, like, the actual meaning behind all the lyrics. Because, like, now I think about it, like, when we were listening to them, they were our age now. So they're yes. going through, yes. they were going through what we're going through now, basically. Um, so it's pretty cool to listen to it and kind of see it in a different perspective. Yeah, and I, I think when you're younger, like, you, you read these words on, like, a surface level. Mm-hmm. And you don't really understand, I mean, you, you, you understand the words, you're not dumb, but it... It's not the same until like you go through some experiences of yourself, or you know people who go through the experiences, and you know it's a, it's a different it's a different sort of understanding. Yeah, like the meaning of the words completely changes. Um, so I wanted to have you on the podcast one because you're a good friend of mine, and you've kind of been through um, been there when I was going through my anxiety as well. Maybe not the whole time because. I know that there was a point where I kind of didn't tell you that I was going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also always came to me when you were feeling down. 
And so um, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess I've been feeling a version of this sort of way for a long, long time. And I think sometimes you don't know what to call it or how to handle it or how to label it. And, um, you know, not just because I'm on your podcast, but like you really were the only one that I, I was I felt comfortable talking to about this. Um I mean, I had friends, you know, that I could have t- spoken to for sure. And I tried, but, you know, some people just, they just don't, um, they don't quite know, they themselves don't know how to handle it or, you know, they want to do what they think is best for you. But everybody's different and everyone needs something different. And, um, yeah, so you were, you were very helpful for me. When was the first time you would say that you can think back? And say, oh, I felt, you know, this way. And what was that way that you felt? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I guess everybody gets sad, and like, when, you, when they're really young. But I remember even being, like, in elementary and middle school and just being, like, overwhelmed by emotions like just being completely overwhelmed on like a level I I don't think other kids uh, around me were Mm -hmm. you know that could just be subjective and you know I'm sure it is I'm sure other people feel that way too but um yeah I mean as far back as as like fifth or sixth grade I remember talking about like being super super sad and I don't know how much of that is you know like depression but I you know if, if I have to go all the way back there probably probably like elementary school and that's yeah because you know usually kids don't think about that stuff and so like I if I look back now I can tell that I was an anxious kid because every first day of school I would throw up (laughs) so it was like that (laughs) like it's a new school year and I need to throw up (laughs) luckily that didn't didn't happen to me so that was how my anxiety kind of displayed itself but it was only like the first day of school, you know? So I didn't really put two and two together until I see it now. Like, okay, I was an anxious child. I just didn't really know. I thought I was just, Mm -hmm. you know, because you get those little butterflies. So I would get the butterflies in my stomach and then I would throw up. (laughs) Right. And and like all kids get nervous too. But, you know, again, everybody handles things differently. Right. Um, What were, you would say like, some of the, I don't like to say like use the word triggers, but what were some of the things that kind of made you get into that zone of feeling just really down and quote unquote depressed? Um, I, I mean, I think it, it depends what everybody's like source is. Like, I think everybody might have a different source for their depression, where where it stems from. Um, for me, it was like self worth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I thought very little of myself or I thought very low of myself. I valued my, myself very little. And, um, I think that that, like anything that sort of reminded me of, of, of my flaws or like something that reminded me of like my insecurity, um, that was a trigger. Yeah. And then, I mean, when I was young, I was kind of like, I was picked on a lot. I was bullied a lot, but I just assumed that that's like that was just like like how you interacted socially, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that I was just being you know 
I wasn't standing up for myself, you know, and I think that sort of turned into that. <laughs> you always had friends, though. Yeah, yeah. You I never always had, had yeah. a group. I think part of that is a, like, if, I mean, I just, I wanted to be part of the group so bad. I wanted to have friends so bad that I just kind of put up with whatever, you know, which I think probably in hindsight is a mistake, but... <laughs> <laughs> we figure that out later. Yeah, yeah. You don't notice until way later. Yeah. Um, what were like? So you you talk about how when you were in elementary school you felt this way, but did it become worse as you aged, like in high school? Because I like high school is like the worst time I feel for everyone when you're like trying to find out who you are and like what you like. Yeah, high school is rough. Yeah, high school sucked. But, like, in my eyes, like, you were super cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, I, I think a lot of kids in high school try to, you know, put on a front. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, part of it is I didn't want anyone to know, you know, when you're that age. It's, like, I don't think you even know how to talk about that stuff or, I mean, because, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think I really knew how to talk about that stuff or... I was kind of ashamed of it, you know, like you're you're in high school and you don't hear other friends talking about it or having these kind of feelings. So, you, And I think another thing, too, is being a man, there's a lot of like macho culture and a lot of like, you know, what it means to be a man. And I, there's I think there's, that definitely was weighing on me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like in my like just to share with you, like my perception of you in high school was, oh, you know, Casanova's cool. Like, you would be there playing uh, with DDR, like, in Main Street. And, like, <laughs> you always seemed to me like you were happy. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand because they think, oh, like, you can't be depressed. Like, you're happy. You were just having fun the other day. But yeah. just because someone is happy on the outside does not mean that they're battling something on the inside. Yeah, and everybody copes differently, and everybody um, handles handles it differently. I mean, I I guess I I put a lot of uh, thought into what I was publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted to be cool. You know, so I did what I thought. You know, the who I thought was cool at the time, I did what they did, and I and you emulate. But it's all a coping mechanism, you know, like. Yeah. So you would say those were the ways that you cope, just kind of trying to fit in? Yeah, I, I, because I definitely have, to this day, I carry this, like, FOMO. Like, I want to be where the party's at. I want to be where everybody's, you know, everybody's at. Everybody's having a good time. I want to be there. And I, from a kid, you know, it was the same. I was like, I wanted to hang out with the cool kids, wherever they were. I wanted to do that. I hung out with older kids. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when was like when you were feeling this way? You said you tried to share with friends. Like, was there someone that I mean, you had a girlfriend for a long time, like constant girlfriend. Yeah. Um, you shared this with her. Yeah, I, I had a girlfriend all throughout high school and like early college, and we dated for like eight years. And, um, yeah, you know, I spoke to her and to her credit, I mean, she helped me as, you know, as well as she could, you know, um, yeah, but, you know, just because someone understands or, you know, sometimes you need something else or, you know, maybe telling someone 
sometimes it just isn't enough, you know? And I think I was at that point where it just wasn't enough to be telling people, hey, I'm feeling this way, you know? I needed more than a pat on the back. (laughs) And also, like, do you feel like that put a strain in your relationship? Or, like, how did you feel that affected your relationship? Um... I mean, it definitely did, right? Um, I mean, she was very understanding, but at the same time, like, she didn't quite understand how I felt. And she would tell me that all the time. You know, I don't don't really understand how you're feeling. And I think that's, you know, you'll get that a lot from people. I mean, it's hard if someone tells you, comes up to you like, look, you know, I hate myself. I want to die. You know, some version of that. You know, it's 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 hard. not everyone knows how to what to say at that moment. Um, I mean, it, it puts a strain. Um, I th- I think it was more that I was depressed partly because of this relationship. You know, and I think I think that was a, a big problem for me for a long time. Was I was in this relationship with someone who you know was nice and and you know a great person and X Y Z, but I didn't want to be with them <laughs> sad you know sad to say just because like i i think we had different interests different ideas for life and you know we grew up i mean we started in high school so yeah do you feel like it like you were saying like did it affect you in the way like did it kind of make you more depressed yeah 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 especially since i i, I found it like to be this like big thing this big monkey on my back that I let I let weigh me down and I never really did anything about it. Um, that's something that you, at least me personally, I've learned. If there's something I'm feeling anxious about, there's no better way to get rid of that than to just tackle your problems. <laughs> I mean, I'm a procrastinator, so I procrastinate and then anxiety comes out of that. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with like issues. If you have like something on your mind or you have a problem with someone or... I'm not, for me, I just go, hey, you know, I got a problem. I got to talk to you about this. Yeah. And, you know, you face your problems and believe it or not, that works. <laughs> believe it you or feel not, a lot that better. Works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That works. But because, I mean, with me, with my anxiety, like that also put a strain into my relationship with my boyfriend. You know, we're together. We've been together now for almost eight years. And it was a thing of like. I was so comfortable with him that I became so dependent on him that I didn't try to get better myself for about like a year because I was like, oh, it's okay. Like he's got my back, but it's not fair. And then, you know, thankfully I was able to become self-aware and say, okay, I can't put all this weight on him and I can't expect him to know how to like, comfort me so I can't get mad at him for not knowing how to deal with me when I'm having you know a panic attack or I'm feeling anxious or you know when I'm just crying like and then not blaming him for stuff just made our relationship better like I was just like okay I'm going through this right now I would just like make him aware like listen I'm anxious right now just either don't talk to me or talk to me so that I can kind of forget about what's going on and I think that kind of um, help but I'm just trying to do like a comparison and like not always it's that like you'll have someone who doesn't really understand you 
Like, Danny didn't understand what I was feeling at all. Yeah. He didn't know what my anxiety was. But we were able to find a way to kind of work through it, you know, and still be together. I mean, communication. Yeah. I mean... I mean, for all aspects of relationships, communication is where it's at. I'm a big proponent of communication. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't hide how you're feeling from someone. Um, just let them know, you know. And I think it comes to, like what you were saying, if you don't tell someone what you need during, during these moments when you're feeling that way, then, I mean, they're not going to guess. It's mm-hmm. just no one's a mind reader and... And, you know, the same way, look, if you want a certain gift on Christmas, you better tell them what you want, you know, um, or at least drop some really good hints. Um, yeah. Um, sorry to go like way dark no, now, no. but basically when was the breaking point? I mean, I, I remember just being too sad you often. had already broken up with your girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, I had I had broken up with her, um, and then I went through like a year and a half where I was just really sort of like trying to find myself again because I wanted to sort of rediscover my identity. My identity was tied to someone else for so long. I was like, dang, I, I want to be myself. Um, but that comes with a lot of like looking at yourself in the mirror and... Uh, seeing what you need to do to improve and um when you spend a lot of time with yourself you need to be positive you know um if you if you're too critical with yourself not that it's bad to be critical because you know if not you just lay around all day but you need to do it in a constructive way mm-hmm. and i think um i was sort of um, what's it called? I was indulging my like negativity. I just was just bathing in negativity, you know, like all the negative thoughts that were going through my head. I just embraced them. I was like, yeah, I suck or this or that. And I was having some pretty dark thoughts and I, uh, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there anymore. You know, I didn't want to be going through that anymore. At least not alone, you know, at least not with some help or some tools to, you know, get better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was after that time I I just I was feeling too depressed too often. It was like an everyday thing, and uh, once thoughts were getting just too nasty, I was like. And then you actually mentioned to me, you know, um, I I was having a particularly rough day, and I came over to talk to you. And um, I remember at the end of that conversation, you were the one who suggested that I go get to see a therapist. And I did, and um, that was the the start of my my mental health journey. Yeah. Um, and the thing was, like, we've talked about this before, you know, because I told you about my anxiety. Um, like, you had told me that you felt down, but you had never really told me like how dark like it got. And I remember talking to you about it, and you kind of saying like, "Oh no, you know." If, I don't believe in, like, psychologists because, you know, if people, someone wants the help, like, they should do it themselves, you know? Because I had, I had told you about, like, you know, going to talk to somebody and you were kind of very like, nah, no, like, you got to find it in yourself to do it. But I think that, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing, but when you got that low, you realize, like, they do help, like, because there is a negative thing towards like a stigma towards going to see a psychologist or going to see a therapist because then like oh you're crazy 
But people need to know that these are, you know, people who study and, you know, get their degrees and are here to help you, kind of guide you into changing your thinking so that you can just live basically a happier life, like just kind of guide you through life. And so um, that particular day that you came over, I was telling you earlier, but I was at a very low point as well. (laughs) Um, You know, I hadn't been working because of my anxiety. Um, I was just kind of like always lazy. Like I had no motivation whatsoever. Um, And and I think that's definitely a... They, they feed each other it like that not wanting to do anything is a symptom of anxiety mm-hmm. and then i think that triggers more anxiety you know and, and mm-hmm. it becomes this like never-ending cycle yeah because then you're um, i'm here talking like, like crap like i haven't done anything so i'm stressing out about not doing anything um but that doesn't really make you want to get out of bed and do anything right exactly <laughs> so it was just like netflix all day um i think i was like in my pages and like when as like with my anxiety it's like i don't like any sudden like surprises i don't like change (laughs) and you're just kind of like well i'm outside and i'm like oh freak like what the fuck so i kind of have to like compose myself i was in my pjs i think yeah probably you just kind of came in and you you was just very very feeling very very bad and i saw my friend kind of in his lowest point and it scared me and but I think at that point I kind of my anxiety kind of went away in a way because I was just like okay I need to protect him <laughs> mama instincts yeah kicked in. <laughs> and so yeah so I suggested you go see um the therapist and I texted you after like how to go and you were like it went great and I was so happy because I was like so it did work for him you know like I didn't fail you <laughs> I sent you in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, in regards to my past self saying, you know, like, you got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent, you kind of do. Like, you know, I, I think maybe some people go to the therapy, go to, go to a therapist and think like, oh, they're just going to solve my problems for me. But therapy, I think more is about like providing you the tools that you need to, to put these things into practice um, to, to better yourself, you know, like you can go to therapy every day, but if, if you don't practice what you guys talk about in your sessions, I mean, you're, you're not, you're still not really doing anything. And how was your experience? Like the very first visit? Cause that's scary. I mean, it's like, it's like nerve wracking, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're coming here, although like you feel comfortable in a way because like, you know, that this is their job. Like, you know, this is what they do every day. They're here to help you with whatever you're feeling. Um, but it's nerve wracking knowing that you're gonna have to tell a complete stranger that you've never met before, uh, about things that, uh, you don't share with people that you're close to, you know, like mm-hmm. super personal, personal, uh, feelings and anxieties and insecurities and, yeah, no. Um, but, you know, but she was she was great. She made me feel really comfortable. Um, and it went really well. It went really well. I felt like I felt like I got a huge load off. And um, you as you go to more sessions, you get more comfortable sharing and, and they get to know you a little bit better, which makes it easier. You know, you, you do start to build like a, a relationship with whoever you go to therapy with. Mm hmm. 
And what are like some of the like tools you would say that she told you that you're like, are you using them now? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the, the main thing she tried to drill was like uh, positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you're feeling down, at least me personally, um, you can get into a spiral of like hate speech mm-hmm. <laughs> about yourself, you know. And, uh, and it's about breaking that cycle and realizing that you're just in your head. Um, and, and instead of saying what a douche you are, you got to say like, okay, I did this today. Um, you know, I'm great and this is why. And, you know, it sounds silly. It mm-hmm. definitely sounds silly. Um, but when you start putting these things into practice and they start working, you're like, look, I don't care how silly it sounds. You know, <laughs> yeah. if, it, if I feel better, then everyone's got to do what's what makes them feel better what works for them yeah exactly um what's something that you would say to someone who's listening to this and might be going through what you went through because i mean you kind of held it in for like a long time (laughs) yeah i'd I'd say don't do that (laughs) i'd say don't do that um you know, I, I think when you're in it, when you're really, really in your in your head and you're in your mental illness and you're in the worst of it, it seems very dark and it seems very alone. Um, but it but it doesn't have to be. And you have to, as hard as it it, it feels, you need to like break out of that and uh, and break that routine. And, and seek help, you know, because you might feel really, really dark and you might think like, oh, today's the day I go. And it doesn't it really doesn't have to be. And you can get better. I know that it's hard. It's definitely not easy. And it's not an overnight thing. You'll, you'll be doing it forever. You'll be working on it forever. But um, it's worth it. You know, what is your upside out of your relationship with your depression? Well, I've become more, you become more self-aware for sure. Um, it, it, you have to challenge yourself to, to, um, to improve, to get better. Um, I think, and I think that's, that's part of, um, that's part of like feeling better about depression is, is okay. What is it? What is it? What are your triggers? What, what makes you feel sad? Is it your, maybe you don't have a good enough job or, or you feel fat or something silly, but you know, and you take, as long as you take steps every day to improve whatever it is that, that gets you down. Um, I think that helps a lot. I don't know if I just rambled on no, no. answering your question, but no, it's, it's fine. Would you say that? Cause you, you're talking about how like trying to rediscover yourself. Would you say that like you're going through it right now? Like, you're finding out who you are once again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also something else I, I feel like is like you're always getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you're always learning about yourself every day. Um, and as you get older, you change and uh, you have you may change interests or there was something that you felt really strongly about that. Now you're like, wait a minute. Uh, and you don't quite feel that way. And I, and I think you're always learning about yourself. You're always sort of getting to know yourself. Um, yeah, that, that's just uh, some weird hippie uh, thought of mine. But. 
All right. Well, Kaz, thank you so much for sharing because I know it's not easy to talk about it. It really isn't, but that's what we're trying to kind of do with this podcast is just talk about our feelings because I, you know, I realize a lot of people around me are going through it. You know, I'm going through it. My other friends are going through it. And I just, you know, I love you guys and I want you guys to be a part of this with me in a way that we can help others kind of start talking about it too and not make it a thing where people feel ashamed of sharing how they're feeling. Um, You know, just talk to your friends about it. Talk, like, even if they don't understand in the beginning, like, you know... You'll end up finding someone who does understand. For sure. And, and that's why I I, uh, I kind of wanted to come on and do this, as nerve-wracking as it is, to mm-hmm. talk about your... Not the same. Yeah, you know, I'm sure everybody feels the same, like, to share, especially, like, publicly like this. But, you know, it's good for people to... For other people to hear, like, whoa, this is quite normal or common, and I'm not alone in this. And, you know, shout-out to support systems, you know, um... You need one. Uh, whoever it might be, a close friend, a parent. I mean, shout out to my girlfriend, Alexa, who is fantastic. Um, anything I need. I mean, it's it's great that she also... I mean, not great. Jeez, that sounds awful. <laughs> but she also uh, has her own mental health battles. And, and because of that, she's, she's very understanding about this stuff and... Um, Support systems. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't stress it enough. Have someone to talk to that that you trust um, and that you you feel will have your back. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Please email us at theupsidesfm at gmail if you would like to share your experience with any mental illness or if you want to share some of the habits that you do in order to stay you know, positive in your life and be successful or become more self-aware. And also you can email us if you have any questions about our stories. Um, We're going to be having a psychiatrist come on pretty soon. So you can send in questions that you want to ask him. Again, the email is theupsidesfm at gmail.com. Hope you all have a good night. Bye-bye.